Welcome to the Natural Health Rising podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Smith, Certified Functional Diagnostic Nutrition Practitioner. I'm here to deliver you weekly episodes where you will hear conversations with health experts and solo episodes about functional medicine and all things holistic health. My goal is to provide you with the knowledge and tools you need in order to help you rise to your healthiest, happiest self. So on this episode of the Natural Health Rising podcast, I have Barton Scott with me. Barton is a biochemist, nutritionist, and researcher. For the last seven years, Barton has been the founder and process developer behind Upgraded Formulas. Barton is passionate about helping people address the stress of daily life, sleep struggles, hormone issues, fatigue, and the nutrient absorption issues that we all face. Welcome to the show, Barton. Hey, great to be here. Great to be here. Thanks for having me course. So I love to start off with a little bit of people's stories. So can you tell us how you got started down this whole path of working in nutrition and supplementation? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the thing that, that I think a lot of people can relate to is just having your back against your wall, uh, a wall and having to do something. And in this case, my mom got really sick. And um, then towards, as I was working with her, uh, I was studying chemical engineering and finishing that up. <clears throat> and I'd been into nutrition for about 12 years because I started wrestling uh, and competing at a pretty high level at like eight. And um, by the time I, you know, I became one of the top wrestlers in the country and, uh, you know, did other sports, you know, played football, uh, was a quarterback, safety, ran track, was basically always sweating, always working always moving. And that led to some extreme deficiencies. So that combined with losing her in my early 20s, a lot of brain fog, just tremendous amounts to the point where I felt like I was losing my short term memory. And um, it just I, I didn't really have any answers on what to do what to work on things like that. So yeah, some of the things we will talk about today, I'm sure, are what I discovered and how I discovered it and how crazy valuable it is to anyone's life. Um, sort of like a law of the universe um, to to understand minerals, that is. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Right. So you talked about deficiencies. And so it sounds like minerals played a big role in this whole discovery of getting better and healing your health. So right. let's start by having you just explain a little bit about why are minerals so important for our bodies and health? So the the way I say it now is something that I've I've uh, we'll, we'll probably even trademark it, but it's um, periodic law is what I call it, which is the periodic table. And thinking of it just in the same way with the same level of importance as you think of gravity. So none of us, I think, you know, yeah, none of us would question gravity at this point. We would. You know, certainly not test it, right? You're not, you won't jump off the, the roof uh, expecting not to, you know, break your, break a leg or something. So, or worse, what I'm, what I've learned is that understanding, first of all, understanding, not just supplementing, but understanding your mineral levels currently where you are right now, which is different than where you were three months ago. And it's different than where you'll be in three months, especially if you're, making changes and um like actively trying to improve your health <clears throat> that uh that's incredibly important to know and then you know 
heavy metals are in there. And really what I'm saying is that is the periodic table. And to not test for that is ridiculously foolish once you understand. Now, it's not that anyone should, I don't want anyone to feel bad because they haven't, because, hey, you don't know what you don't know. But once you know, it's ridiculous not to. And um, it's it's been the most important thing for me from, to give you a quick example, in my mid-20s, my testosterone was around 500 not good, like not credibly low, but certainly not good. Not much sex drive, even though I had a six pack and a like a beautiful girlfriend I was in love with. And that to now, 10 years later, uh, 35, my testosterone is over a thousand and or right at depending on which test and how long it's been, but somewhere between like 950 and 1100 uh, each time I test it. And, you know, zero supplementation of, of um, anything external. It's just like not something I really believe in. I think there's a lot of things you can do prior to. But what we forget or maybe never knew is that the building blocks of hormones, the biggest piece of that is the elements that are in there. So without those elements, good luck making quality hormones and having a, therefore having a great experience of life. It's that important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I always, I, I know you probably heard this phrase, like spark plugs, uh, mm -hmm. our minerals are the spark plugs of ourselves, right? It's like, we, we are nothing without those, right? We, they are supporting our energy systems, our hormones, everything. So, um, what minerals do, what, what are important for our hormones? You mentioned that. So testosterone, estrogen, like what do we need? Mm -hmm. The, the balance between and it's a lot more than just a single ratio. I think what a lot of people, it's a great question, but the the answer is the ratio of certain minerals to each other, in particular, uh, zinc to copper being a big one. And with that, you know, zinc really governs testosterone and uh, plays a huge role in it because again, building block of uh, boron is as well. <clears throat> and then but it's not just, hey, I'm going to take some more of that. It's like, well, you need to understand the overall picture before you you start taking action. Uh, so that's that's why I'm a huge proponent of uh, hair testing, especially for this area, because blood is just never going to give you accurate values when it comes to minerals, uh, because it's the last place that will show a deficiency. Like that's that's just a fact. Um, so with that understanding, though, what do you do? So. Uh, we can talk about that later, but um, zinc to copper really is is where it's at. And uh, when you have that, you know, you could have hidden copper toxicity, which is something you only find through hair. You'll obviously never find that through blood. And with hair, you cross correlate it with a number of different things. And that's why you need to work with someone that understands <clears throat> hair testing, because that is absolutely not a thing that you're just that it's just going to say like, hey, you have, you know, sorry, Rachel, but you have hidden to uh, copper toxicity. You know, it's something you need to work on. Uh, that is is something that you you have to look at by look, considering eight to 10 other factors. And you're like, okay, well, it's very likely that you have hidden copper toxicity. And here's what, you, what we want to do. And, you know, um, but it's interesting, like we need copper uh, copper is important for a lot of the different things, including ATP. And um, I mean, it's just, it's, 
it, it also can help with a, so many people have iron overload. And then now there's like this carnivore diet and there's even more iron overload. People go from, yeah, feeling really well for a while to not feeling so great after a while. And, you know, the, the thing that I, I argue is that every diet fails. Um, if you're following just a blueprint and you're just eating the same thing every day, you're going to run, you're by the nature of that. Just think for a second, zoom out, <laughs> take all the emotional filters off and go, all right. So obviously I'm going to have some deficiencies if I'm just doing the same thing. It, it would be like going to the gym and only doing biceps or only doing arms. And like, it's like, well, or only doing upper body. And, and now <laughs> it's like that, that is the equivalent I've uh, never used that analogy before, but that, that's the equivalent of eating the same diet day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, I would look at that ratio and that ratio will tell you a lot. Um, you know, you want to have, yeah, you want to have a really strong zinc to copper ratio. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned, uh, you touched a little bit about how blood testing isn't optimal, but you guys, I also use this in my practice, which is the hair tissue mineral analysis test. So we're seeing three months worth of data of all these different minerals um, and all the ratios and everything that are important to everything you're talking about. So you mentioned, you touched on copper toxicity a little bit, and this topic has been really interesting to me lately because um, all this stuff about iron overload and everything you're saying, do you see that more people are copper toxic or copper deficient? Or is there not like a clear answer there? Um, there's, there's not a clear, well, even if I guess to really answer it, it's like, it's, it can be both and people can be both. You can be one, one season, another, another, um, you can kind of be both too. You can be copper deficient and also copper toxic. That's the crazy thing because it's bio unavailable copper that is stored and sequestered in your tissues. So stored in the tissues um, and that that can lead to. So interesting thing, too, is that this is a great test for viral susceptibility, uh, low zinc and bacterial susceptibility, low copper or low levels of bio what available copper. So so that's another thing for people to understand and consider <clears throat> by, you know, it's just resilience, right? Minerals in general or um, very protecting so yeah it's it's the whole picture yeah, yeah. it's the whole table it's the whole planet and what that planet's made of that we're on mm -hmm. well could you maybe uh break up each scenario so copper deficiency versus copper toxicity what mm -hmm. does that look like symptom wise and why would someone maybe get in either of those situations like what they're doing nutritionally mm -hmm. or her however yeah, the copper toxicity would be when someone, yeah, for some reason, can't utilize the copper they're taking in, so they don't have any of the like coenzymes or other things that are needed, and then, um, or they have very little iron, um, like not enough, which is pretty rare actually. Um, like we don't don't get me wrong, we make an iron supplement. I just recommend no one uses it unless they're doing a hair test. And it's like very strange to hear a supplement company say that, but, uh, or a developer. So, uh, and just for people to understand too. So I use my background in chemical engineering to 
develop a new way for minerals to absorb more easily in the body. So with all of our products, when you hear me talk about absorption, what I realized was from test to test like 12 years ago, nothing was changing. And I was like, wow, I'm, I mean, this is what chemical engineers get paid to do in the world. We, we take an industrial process and we improve it using the latest technology. So in this case, it's nanotechnology equipment um, to a process that produces an end product that your body absorbs in the same way uh, slight tangent here, but just this, I know we'll get this question, uh, if not. So for example, so it's the, the, the same end product that let's say your body is breaking down food that you're eating and you're getting selenium, magnesium, uh, phosphorus, uh, sodium, all these different things. Your body is not asking for however many forms of magnesium in that case it's actually just looking for that ultimate end product that works for all tissues and that's the reason why everything that people have been taught has to be sort of unlearned for them to understand and accept how awesome upgraded magnesium is which is a product that i developed that we're doing a clinical trial on um, that has already shown to be the most effective thing on the entire market for supplements right now for improving deep sleep and really supporting anxiety. Um, we've seen a number of people get off of anxiety medication and um, get off of their sleep meds after liter quite literally decades of taking both or either. Um, so that's that's um, really important to understand in the context for all of this, right? Uh, there's like no, I don't know how to say that without that sounding like a sales pitch, but it's also... <laughs> Uh, impossible not to mention it because where like that's the thing that I needed 12 years ago and that's what virtually everyone needs um because everyone has at least a couple deficiencies um but let's see where were we we're copper oh yeah copper deficiency as well so copper deficiency right I think that's where you want to go next we talked about copper overload uh, bio unavailable. And that could just be copper pipes. That could be, um, as well, that can be, you know, external environmental in all cases, external environmental sources of, of these things. <clears throat> and then, um, just efficiency is just like, well, you're just not getting enough, you know, for, um, you, you want a little, like something like, um, what is it? 0.9 of a milligram per day. So like a small amount, right? It's a really small amount. I think because it's such a delicate amount, you know, it's easy to have too much. It's easy to have too little. It's easy to get it from the wrong source, right? Because it, you know, much margin of error, unfortunately, how it's set up. But copper is interesting because it's creativity and mm -hmm. the balance with zinc, you could think of zinc as masculine and copper as feminine uh, because too much zinc results in very very analytical sort of like you know um just like only by the numbers like no emotion uh and too much copper it's too emotional and mm -hmm. too and that emotion can lead you to be creative it can also lead to a sort of um bi bipolar-esque uh nature or at least an internal feeling of of instability and that's that's also furthered by uh, a low sodium to potassium ratio. So this is 
this is why I'm writing about how nutrition is um, is is really it really determines our personality because it determines our how we show up, which becomes habit, and that habit becomes our personal reality. And uh, it's just it's amazing to think about how everything connects, and yet of course everything connects. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so our, our bodies are small universes, really. Yeah. 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 I'm glad that you mentioned the, like the mental emotional piece of the copper toxicity. And I definitely see this with, um, you mentioned the copper pipes, but even a lot of women will use the copper IUDs and birth control. And that's another huge source for that. Um, and then with the more so deficiency, I would say maybe more fatigue, because like you said, you need that ATP or the copper will help with the ATP production and energy production. Um, so so what does somebody eat? I mean, you mentioned that we can't eat the same things all the time. What is a well-balanced diet that we get all of these minerals that we need? We don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wish that there's, I'll just like save like two minutes of people listening to a conversation that's going, that wouldn't go anywhere. You ultimately the takeaway, we don't. And therefore you have to test and you have to supplement things that you actually absorb. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I would have worked on something else if, if I thought that this didn't really need to be solved, but uh, the soil just has about half of the nutrients it used to have only 80 to hundred years ago, 50% less. And, um, I know a friend shared some research, um, some study they did on oranges and they surveyed a bunch of oranges and they found it was, um, eight, you needed to eat eight of whatever type of orange that was to have the same nutritional content of, I don't know if they're measuring it for vitamin C or different minerals. Oranges have both, right? It's not just vitamin C, uh, yet you have to eat eight to get what you used to get at some period not that long ago um and it's just really fascinating to to know wow and and also you see it too right you'll look at produce and you'll see a pale orange color or you'll see a pale red tomato and you're like it's just intuitively you know it's not that nutrient rich yeah no i i totally agree our our soil so depleted but what about I mean, what are your thoughts on animal proteins and all of the nutrients that you could get from that or say organ meats? Yeah. Yeah. So the the thing there though is, and this is, this is important for people to understand is that the animals are just still, they're still eating the grass that's still grown in the soil. And so therefore it's just another layer, but yeah, so the, it's, it's, it's really similar so yeah, ultimately what I'm saying, you know, really clearly for people is that whether you're eating plenty of meat or or none at all, you're going to have the same issue, which is you will not at all have any chance of having enough nutrients. And we haven't even gotten to the fact that you most likely have gut dysfunction. I mean, I've had gut that's gut dysfunction on and off throughout my life. And you know, part of that is just stress of building a big company. Part of that is just how much I love to travel. And part of that is just how difficult it is to not have gut dysfunction. <laughs> Even if you, I've, I mean, I've done an 11 day fast with water and minerals. I've, you know, to heal and seal the gut. Um, I've done multiple five day, three day, like, yeah. Um, and yet, you know, things, things can still not be perfect. So I, I also say that so that people give themselves grace because I'm one of the top people in the world at this. And I still 
don't think it's perfect. Like there's still plenty of things to optimize and I've invented a new technology and yet I still, you know, there's still other things like there's still, but the key and the part of the reason why I did that is because I knew that if you, if you can't absorb things because you have gut dysbiosis or you have low stomach acid or you have both, which is really common because for example, H. pylori gets in your stomach and jacks up the pH. And then now you absorb even less because you break down even less and your stomach acid goes from a two to a six. Uh, you know, that, you know, what do you do then? Because then you're eating the, the perfect food and you're absorbing 10% of it, you know, and then your hair's falling out and, you know, your thyroid functions crashing and you're cold all the time and you have insane amounts of brain fog. And then on top of that, because you're not absorbing the minerals, guess guess like guess what sticks in the body more easily? Heavy metals. So minerals play offense and defense in the body. And uh, yeah, I'll just pause there because that, that's a lot of info for people to take in. But uh, hopefully, you're uh, <laughs> alarming. No, it's it's good. It's good. I have clients all the time that you know I'll start putting them on supplements, and they're like, "Well, can I ever get all of this in my diet?" And unfortunately, it's like. I wish I could say that. And it just is a hard truth nowadays. Um, so I think what we're both getting at here is like testing is really important and really making sure that you're on top of your mineral and vitamin status and everything. So how often should somebody be running an HTMA and really looking at their mineral status? Every two to three months. Three is is kind of like easy enough, but you know if you have if you're sampling the inch of hair closest to the scalp, that's six to eight weeks of data. So you know that's going to change in six to eight weeks. Uh, so I, I would say two months. I do mine every two months. Um, I get a haircut about every two months, so I have it done then. I bring the cord the card in, and we've we've also packaged that more easily for people too. Um, yeah, again, not a sales pitch. But just general education, this we've made it easier than anyone else has to do a hair sample anywhere in the world, virtually uh, something like 50 countries uh, is where we ship to. And that allows people to take that little card in in whatever language and, uh, you know, and give it to their whoever's doing their hair and um, <clears throat> and then, you know, follow the instructions and it's easy enough. So, and then it just goes off to whichever is the most appropriate lab based on where they're based. And then the, you get results via email. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's, that's really a big part of it because um, imagine doing a road trip and without any navigation mm -hmm. like at all, at all. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I guess we're not going to leave today. We're going to, you know, and then if, yeah, it's, it's like, where are you going to go? Yeah. I think that's, this is a good place to talk about what people do wrong without testing. So, you know, there's so many people who think, oh, vitamin D is good for me. Let me just take all this vitamin D or, um, magnesium or whatever it is. Right. So could you tell us a little bit about what are major misconceptions or things people are doing wrong? Maybe starting with the vitamin D actually. Sure. <clears throat> vitamin D, uh, I need to do a video on this. Maybe we can just sample this later. But with vitamin D, the challenge is that your, your 
probably driving your calcium up even higher. And I say even higher because your calcium is probably already high. And now it's going higher because the more vitamin D you put in, the higher your calcium goes. They're, they're really connected. And also, if you don't have boron, the vitamin D doesn't get activated. And if you don't have magnesium in the body, then you can actually cause cell death in the brain, unfortunately, because it holds a calcium channel open too long. And then, boom, death, cell death. Uh, which is obviously the last thing we need as we're innovating out of all these different problems around the globe. So yeah, it's like we need to be giving birth to innovators. So we need, you know, mothers and fathers that don't have crazy deficiencies because they they will give them to their child too, um, epigenetically. Uh or um what am I trying to say? Um evolutionarily through the genetic code. Uh so it's it's huge, you know, something like um 96% of people are deficient in iodine. It's, it's alarming. That was a 6,000 person study, you know, and, uh, Japan eats 80 to hundred times our RDA of iodine every day. And, and yet we're like, Oh, you know, um, so I, I, my take on that, by the way, is just that people should be taking iodine, just also taking, um, binders whenever they mm-hmm. take go to bed or, potentially a couple times a day, like morning, just on an empty stomach. Um, because yeah, if they're, if you're worried about taking the mercury off of thyroid receptors, which iodine can do, it's there. And the answer is not, don't take it. That's like not addressing the problem. That's like, um, that's like, Oh, well you have that trigger. Just don't go around people that trigger you. You know, it's like, uh, No, that's not how you do that. You know, it's you address, you look head on at the problem and you address it. So that's that's my take there. Uh, I actually believe that uh, antibodies from thyroid is or is actually because the gland is unhappy and the gland's unhappy every single time it can't produce hormones. And what keeps it from producing hormones well, when you have deficiencies of iodine, selenium, zinc, copper, yeah, no hormone output. So then it sends antibodies into the system as a plea to let us know that something's wrong. And yet we don't, most of us don't speak the language. So. Mm-hmm. So you said taking, I heard you say take binders every night. Um, does anyone have to be concerned about taking certain binders that might also bind to minerals? I think the the best way, so the it's super important to get, it can be yes to that for sure, but that's prolonged use, right? So we're talking beyond say six weeks or something uh, of every night use. Okay, you know, give it a break. Also be, re, I would also say absolutely not if you're remineralizing all throughout the day and then you're taking some binders at night. No, you're fine. Because um, it, I wish the binder was that effective, but it it's just not going to be so effective that it grabs all those minerals. The minerals you put in that morning are going to be used, right? Right. They're going to be used. So they're activating already. So, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the adrenal glands? So I know we live in a super stressful world and a lot of us are fatigued and have issues with our adrenal glands. So what is important for minerals for those? Mm. Yeah. 
the big one that most people have demonized or think is demonized is sodium. That's crucial. So if you have no energy and you think salt's bad, <laughs> do a hair test and, and also consider that you might be wrong and that you're not. And look, I've been here too. That's where I was as one of the deficiencies I had because back in like 2010-ish, people were being told, oh, you know, sodium's bad. I've had two people um, that were really close to my family that died in the hospital because I found out really late, like almost the day before they pulled them off life support, that they had extreme fluid retention and they had had them on a zero salt diet for weeks. So then they started just pumping them full of morphine because they, they had so much pain because the fluid retention was stretching their joints. And it's horrendous. Um, it's, it's actually, it should actually be for a normal MD. It should be malpractice for them to talk about nutrition because they, they don't know shit about it. And it's kill, literally killing people. Like it's killed people literally in my family or that I would consider my family. They've been part of our family for decades. And, um, you know, you just, they, they just don't understand how everything we're talking about from an element standpoint works in the body because, and it, it's not their fault though. It's the pharmaceutical companies that have found their way into funding med, med school. So there's nothing about nutrition in there. And, I look, I love the mission that doctors have, and there's some great naturopathic doctors out there. There's some great MDs that have take, taken upon themselves to continue learning outside of school, but it is not uh, an option to just go to an MD and hand over all your control and just think that, you know, it's like, look, you have one life. One of the big lessons probably is going to be that no one's going to come to save you and you're going to have to you know, paddle your own boat type thing, um, unless you're incredibly lucky. And then even then, are you lucky? Because that, that breaks down at some point. And then where are you then? You're stranded on some island with no boat. Uh, so it's like this, some of this may sound like hard truth, but, you know, I don't know, listen to it in chunks um, if you have to, but I would say listen to it in general, because all of this is just like objectively true. And um I want people to know what's true so they can take the right action because you will not get where you want to go unless you do mm -hmm. like that. That's the only way. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. I'm all about unveiling the truth on this podcast. That's what this is for. Um, sure. Yeah. I with, mean. with physicians, you know, a thing that I see a lot, my big client base is a lot of autoimmune diseases and I put my autoimmune disease into remission, mostly with nutrition and of course, many other like functional medicine things. Um, but man, every time wow. they go to their doctor and they say, oh, I'm, you know, I'm working with this person who says I'm going to do this diet and this and that. And they say, oh yeah, that's not going to work. And they just don't even understand the power of changing these kinds of things. So I definitely agree with you there. Um, but so, so minerals for the adrenal glands, so sodium, and then I would also say potassium, right? Yeah. As well. Yeah. Potassium's huge. And then magnesium's huge. Those are uh -huh. the biggest three. So, um, yeah, we, yeah, we even have something on our website called the upgraded roll kit, which is exactly what you might think it's for. It's, uh, it's, if you're partying all the time, <laughs> without the aid of things like MDMA, which are really hard on your adrenals. Also, ayahuasca, P3, 
people yeah. like revere it and so do I done it many times and yet like wow like is it tough on your adrenals um so yeah if you ever feel really spacey after um you know whether it's and and also like MDMA I talk about it openly on the podcast because people need to understand that uh, it has a like virtually no toxicity and it was used for couples therapy in the sixties. And, you know, I'm sure you know this, but um, just for, as you're listening, if as, as someone's listening to this, like share this, because I think so many people have the wrong status. They think alcohol is fine. They think, or they think it's not that bad, or they think it's less bad than say MDMA or something. It's like, well, you did it every single day. That might be a different story, but all these things are tough on the adrenals. And um, even if they're really therapeutic, so even if it saves your marriage and couples counseling or your relationship or just helps improve the relationship with yourself, which it almost certainly will. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there's still an energy cost and you have to repay that and you have to measure that. And yeah, I think hair is the best way to do it. Mm -hmm. I actually have a, a friend here who's a shaman and he for many years was all about doing ceremonies and everything. And then he dove into minerals in the past few years. And now he has this, I guess, maybe like an alter ego, the mineral shaman. And mm -hmm. we did a podcast episode number 22, if anybody wants to go back and listen to it. And we talk all about every single plant medicine, MDMA, ayahuasca, and the uh, how it affects the minerals exactly. So um, that is super interesting. I just want to throw that out there in case anybody wants to hear more about that. But mm -hmm. um, what else depletes the adrenal glands besides that? Definitely stress. Yeah, definitely stress. Um, it's the main and stress can come from the form of working out too hard, uh, not working out enough and, and having that tension. Um, it can come from bad posture. Yeah. Oh. There's so many sources. Yeah. Just, yeah. The, cause that causes rumination, like literally just like a few centimeters of you know, head tilt is like positive thinking, not positive thinking. It's interesting one of the insights I've had that was like really profound and so simple. Sometimes you get just the most simple insights. Like one I remember from ayahuasca once was don't ex like to be happy, you have to smile. And it's a physical, it's a physicality that's required. Just like you feel really good when you work out, sort of like working out your face. Um, it, it, it is, it's like hard to be 10 out of 10 happy when you're not smiling. So it's like we love comedy or anything that makes us, we say laugh, but really smile. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, so yeah. Um, where were we though? That and. Um, mm. I think that's a, that's a great point about the smiling, which could you share, oh, yeah. could yeah. you share more <laughs> things about what your favorite ways to reduce stress in daily life? Yeah. Movement and sunlight really yeah movement and sunlight and movement in sunlight i would say so um dancing yoga working out jump rope bouncing on a trampoline sex like anything that gets you moving anything that gets you in your body anything that gives you a reprieve from being in your mind which you know it's like being constantly asked of us so yeah 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, so with the sodium and potassium and everything, I mean, what can people do? Do they just take some sea salt and throw it in their water? Like, is there, is there something that people can start doing to mm-hmm. start to repair their adrenal glands in a simple way? Yeah. Right now the like free hack basically is it would be, which is like, again, just part of it, but important is salting your water. Now, you know, I hesitate a little bit because you really want to know where you're starting, right? It's that whole conversation of navigation system and the trip. And, um, you know, I would say while you're waiting on your test results, then, you know, be salting your water. And I would say, a, you know, a half teaspoon in the morning with, you know, 20, 20 or 30 ounces of water, whatever it is you know, is a great place to start and doing that maybe one more time during the day, maybe two more times during the day and seeing where that lands you and seeing how you feel. Um, And then not relying only on intuition, no matter how intuitive you are and understanding that testing when done well and when interpreted by someone that knows what they're looking at. Like I mentioned you know, like how many people do you think you can go to that are going to find hidden copper toxicity? You know, it's like not very many. Mm-hmm. So find one of those people. We have them. Other people do it, you know. Um, but yeah, and we do it virtually. That's how it works um, for us. But regardless, find some way to understand your your results with real confidence and then act on it with, you know, real consistency. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. Salt the water for sure. Put some potassium in there, put some magnesium in there, take magnesium every single night before bed, every single night. Um, yeah. And then take, take magnesium when you feel stressed as well. Um, possibly also, also lithium. We have a product coming out soon. It's called upgraded mood and, uh, we'll have some of our like just award-winning best in the in the world magnesium and then some lithium same process all of our minerals have our our unique process and um i think that product is going to save lives uh the magnesium i know a lot of people have told me i never knew that anxiety i've known them for years but they at least when they're by themselves they feel anxious and um that's the other hack is just like god just getting around people like for stress right oh my god like it's you work like in isolation some days, especially post-COVID world, people are more and more, you know, if they weren't already, they're working remotely. Yeah. And then you go to like a, a nice dinner in the evening and you just feel like this whole bath of, you know, goodness wash over you. Yeah. That's just like hugs and being around people, you know, um, feeling reassured. And that that goes so, so, so far. So, Yeah. Oh yeah. Connection and community is like a huge part of health for sure. Um, couple more questions before we wrap up. So you, you mentioned your magnesium again, can you share what type of magnesium is it? Like what, cause a lot of people, there's all these different forms out there and people are very confused with what they're, they should even be using. So why is this one the right form and what is it? Yeah. So it's, it's not so much the right form. It's the right sort of state really. And it's the end state of um, what your body would do when it received magnesium from food. 
so the the like real clear argument for um needing tin form well granted like our particle size is so small that we're able to get into the red blood cells without digestion and that is true for selenium it's true for magnesium like we could have this conversation on any mineral and people could say like oh yeah you need this form of that and Frankly, that's that's all none none of that's true if you have a process like what we have. So because again, I'll, I'll just like the only thing I can really say to, to have people understand, and it's part of the reason why we're doing this double blind clinical trial on that product. Um, it's because it, it is the best in the world. I've realized it's taken me a while to realize it's pretty humble at first. And now it's like, listen, your humility is literally like costing people good night's sleep like be a lot more vocal about it. So here we are. Um, So that that's been sort of the evolution of it. But yeah, if if you, you know, if you have a normal industrial process, then yeah, you need to take all those different forms potentially. Right. Um, And there, there's been some research to show that that can be effective. I don't do that. And I'm obsessed with optimizing my health and I I'll spend way more. And luckily I'm in a place where I can spend way more than most people, but you know, everything we talked about today. So, so that being said, I I still don't, if you look at my supplement cabinet, you'll see a lot of things. You won't see any other products though, magnesium related, except upgraded magnesium. And the reason why is because I actually believe and understand that this is the, I mean, it's just, it's the same thing the body does, right? When it's receiving it from a salad or a steak or a salmon um, with any mineral. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully that's, that's clear for, for people as, as you're listening. Awesome. Maybe we'll just, everyone will, everyone will just have to check it out and see the effects. Yeah. it, It really is that simple. Like you try it usually within the first night you have, better sleep than you've had in recent memory. Uh, we get those sort of messages literally on a daily basis um, through customer service. It's like, wow, or Instagram or yeah. Um, so yeah, really proud of that. And um, yeah, probably coming to the store near you to that product soon. So awesome. Uh, well, one last really quick question and answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. So if you could leave the listeners with one tip that they could implement this week to help them live a healthier, happier life, what would that be? Hmm. Meditate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Any particular kind of meditation? I, you know, I tried a bunch. I'm not going to say all, but many, many types. And about seven years ago, I really locked in the transcendental meditation. TM.org is that site. Yeah. So. Okay. Awesome. I, I would say, so I, I've also taught it for a while. And I would say that, you know, just choose the one that feels good for you. Uh, I personally really love the mantra style more so than any. I find it's both easier and more effective, which is a great sweet spot. Yeah. So, but yeah, that and upgradedformulas.com, those are, that's literally my life's work in pursuing that answer. So. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to share anything else where people can find you? Uh, no, I mean that, you know, you can find me on Instagram, Barton Scott. That's ask Barton. 
Um, yeah, that's that's really all. I post a lot of travel stuff too, and then um, yeah, upgraded formulas. Well, yeah, thanks for having me on. This was this is great, and I know that I used to say like I hope people got value. Listen. <laughs> Just listen to this again, share it, because you're not going to find this info very many places. Because um, in the past year and a half or so, I've spoken all around the world, and I'm surprised constantly by how many otherwise brilliant people in health do not understand what Rachel and I talked about today. So please share this episode. I Someone agree. Care about. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to the Natural Health Rising podcast. I hope you found this episode informative and left you feeling empowered to take control of your health naturally. As a reminder, the information provided in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any illness or medical condition. Please consult with a qualified healthcare professional before making any changes to your diet, exercise routine, supplements, or medical treatment. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Comments and ratings help the show reach more people so that they too can level up their health and entire life holistically. I really appreciate your support and feedback. Before I go, I want to remind you that I work with clients virtually all over the world. So if you are searching for a functional medicine provider to help you uncover the root cause of your health issues and have support and guidance in healing your body through nutrition and lifestyle changes, then you can book a free health consultation with me by using the link in the show notes and we can talk about working together. Thanks for listening and keep striving to become your healthiest, happiest self.